Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thank you for your blessing today. And we worship you, Lord. We ask you to speak to our hearts as we move on in you in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Are you glad to be in church this morning? Amen. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. Today, um, I want us to talk about the Father of Spirits. Amen. God is a father of spirits. Did you know that? Hallelujah. And uh, he wants to bless us because God himself is a spirit. Amen. Now, turn with me to Genesis chapter 1. And um, I want to share with you something right there and God said in verse 26 let us make man in our image amen and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth amen Amen. now god made man in his image and in his image is likeness let him let in other words let him be like us let him be a reflection of us you get it and then let him have dominion over the fish the fowl of the air and so on now it is quite clear that we don't have the dominion that we are supposed to have because when you see a chicken outside and you shout and say hey come here they don't listen to us amen we don't have that dominion anymore when you see birds flying we say look three of you come here they, they don't they don't listen to us anymore so what was there originally has been drastically changed there's a big difference today uh, from what the creation was intended to be are you listening to me And so it's very wonderful uh, uh, to see the way God's wonderful creation has been corrupted and has been changed and twisted into something quite different from what it was intended to be. Now also God made man uh, as a spirit being because God is a spirit. Let's turn to John chapter 4. Just something on my heart that I just want to share with you for a few minutes. And uh, John chapter 4, remember this story with the woman of uh, Samaria, all right? Uh, John chapter 4, let's, let's, let's read it together. John chapter 4, verse 24. And it says, God is what? A spirit. And they that worship him 
must worship him in spirit and in truth. Alright, so God is a spirit. And when we were made in his image, we were made as spirits. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Now, today, it's so difficult to make contact with anything spiritual. In fact, it's even difficult to know when somebody is spiritual. Because God told Adam and Eve, listen, listen to me, obey my word. In the day that you eat from this tree, you will die. God will always put a tree a questionable, controversial tree amongst all the good trees. He will always have a bag of money that he will give to you. It was more important to Jesus that Judas should carry the bag and be exposed to evil. Sometimes we are so protective of our children. You know, sometimes... Your parents have tried to keep you from certain things, but you still saw them. How many have realized that you still saw things that your parents didn't want you to see? Raise your hand. How many, listen, put on your hand. How many have done things that your parents don't know that you've done? Ra- ra- raise your hand. Give me a wave offering. How, how many, how many have, have been in things that you wouldn't like a video of that thing to be shown to your father or your mother? Huh? you get it and so you realize that no matter how uh, you try to protect the up and coming from the evil that exists in the world you cannot you know Jesus said "I, I, I must suffer I must go to the cross I must die you know there are some things you must see you know And that is why many people, you know, are glad it's only one life. You know, when you talk to somebody who is 50 years old, 60 years old, they don't want to go back. You know, Yogicho said when he was young, he used to pity older people. But now that he's old, he pities the younger people. And I'm sure you can ask the older people, many of them wouldn't like to return. Like, you know, when I see some of the people who are just finishing university are now trying to find what life is and trying to see, should I get this job? What should I... I realize that it's not easy, you know, and one is glad that one has passed that stage and one is moving on. And, you know, like somebody said, we are glad there's only one life. You know, you don't have to come back to try all these things again. Is that not so? You won't mind me in the church. (laughs) Or you don't like what I'm saying. (laughs) Hallelujah. And so, life on this earth is, is not what it was intended to be. Things have really, really changed. Things have really, really changed. God made man in his image like him. He made us to have dominion. Look, when you read the Bible, you know, I was talking to a 12-year-old boy, a Ghanaian, a half Ghanaian boy in, uh, in Switzerland. His mother is a white lady. And I asked him, do you believe in Jesus? You know what he told me? He said, I don't see why I should believe such a story. Why should I believe such a story? He opened the Bible and said, and the man spoke to the snake. He said, how, how, how does a, a person speak to a snake? 
You get it? it? It looks so fantastic. How could a person? But you know, for God to tell the man that you have dominion over the fishes in the sea, over the animals, over the birds of the air, over everything, you have dominion. For him to tell you that, then that shows you that man was probably communicating with the animals. Now, God is a spirit. God would also come in the cool of the day and man would talk to God. If you like, I'll put you in a room and leave you there and ask you to pray for eight hours and see whether you even see God. After the eight hours, you just feel tired. You've prayed and prayed and cried. You can't see God anywhere. It's like, where is he? Meanwhile, Adam used to, Adam used to talk with him and they used to walk with him and they used to fellowship with him. It was so easy. But how different it is. Because man was a spirit. And this body was created as a servant. Because God is a father. And when you are a father and you give birth, you give birth to something that is like you. Something that you are. No human being gives birth to frogs. No human being gives birth to antelopes. And so man was created as a spirit being. He's the father of spirits, the father of lights. And God said, if you eat this tree, you will die. And that tree is there. It's there today. God has given you ten nice things with one not nice thing. One thing that you don't like or one thing you are not sure about. If you focus on that one thing, you will become just like Adam and Eve and you spoil your whole life. You know that sometimes when God gives you 10,000 trees and you start to think about the one thing that God didn't give to me. And you start to analyze. Ah! This thing, you know. Uh, why, is, why, why is God keeping this from me? And instead of saying, why is God giving me all these 10,000 trees? Why is God keeping this from me? God becomes a bad person to you. And now that God is a bad person to you, you start to do things against him. For many of us, God has become a bad person to you because of one tree. What about the 10,000 trees that he gave you? What about the 9,000 trees? What about the plenty things that God gave you to experiment with? But that tree has to be there. It's like the bag with Judas. It had to be there. So that Judas should experiment and see whether even though you have a bag, whether you will take money or not. And we all have that bag. Whether we will take from it or not. It's, it's more important to have a genuine person with you. Now, it got to a point when Adam sinned. God said, you will die. When it says you would die, what does it mean? My father died in 1994. I can tell you two things that can easily help us to understand what it means when somebody is dead. If I'm dead, the same thing would happen. Where is my father now? Number one, my father's contribution to my life is zero. Now, he doesn't speak. He doesn't talk. He doesn't influence. He doesn't say anything. I don't hear his voice anymore. I used to hear his voice all the time. But since he died, I don't hear his voice anymore. I said, since he died, I don't hear his voice anymore. He doesn't say, whatever I'm doing, it's, I can't even hear. He's buried at Awudome Cemetery. Number two, right now, my father, as I knew him, has probably turned into something nasty that I wouldn't even want to see. 
if I was to go now and open the grave, I would probably run away. It's so terrible that I, I wouldn't want to look at it. I'd just like to remember him with a picture. Ladies and gentlemen, that is exactly what happened to you when you died spiritually. Your spirit, you see, at first your spirit that was governing you now, your spirit has become quiet. So you don't even know that you have a spirit. Not a word. Not, you don't even know when your spirit speaks. And your spirit has become dead, ugly, horrible, terrible, evil. Because the heart of man is this deceitful and desperately wicked. Cut off. Ugly to look at. And what has happened? Now the flesh, the body has taken over. The sense, knowledge, natural man has risen to govern us and to guide us. That's why spiritual things are so distant because our spirits were dead. And even when you are born again, the spirit is just made into a small baby. That's why I said like newborn babe. And a baby and a dead man, they are almost the same. That's why in the church, most of us are so unspiritual. Because we, we, our spirits are so small and undeveloped. We develop our muscles, we develop everything, but we don't develop the spirit. So the spirit is a tiny little baby. And we are like natural men, governed and controlled by the sense knowledge, natural man. What you see, what you hear, what you feel, what you think, what you, what you, what you taste. That sense knowledge controls us. So we are like animals. That's why human beings are like animals. So. Those of you who are married in your rooms, don't you think sometimes think you are like animals? <laughs> you, you don't appreciate what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah you do everything just like animals even sometimes animals are better have you ever seen an animal a a dog saying that I'm a homosexual dog and I sleep with male dogs have you ever seen it before even a fish a herring or even redfish have you seen two males moving together so that we are now married and we are going to bring forth have you seen even a monkey do that before these lower animals Yet we have done that. May God have mercy on us. (laughs) And so so that is why it's so difficult to see a spiritual thing. It's so difficult for us to see because the man, the natural man cannot receive and the natural man has become the main man. The whole life is what I see and what I think. Meanwhile, God is a spirit and a father of spirits. It is rare to see a spiritual man. But God is calling you today and is telling you that I am your father and I created you as a spirit. And your spirit died. Now that your spirit has come alive, it's the baby. Like newborn babes. When we feed on the word. Now how do you know that your spirit is alive? Some of those thoughts that come, not by sense knowledge, thinking and reasoning. They float up. They just come. Sometimes ideas is the spirit of man. The spirit of man is within you. Wisdom. Wisdom is different from knowledge. Knowledge you can know a lot, but you don't have wisdom. Wisdom comes from God. He said, wisdom comes from this. Wisdom comes from Christ in you and from the spirit. Those unexplained thoughts and 
unexplained dreams. Things that don't come by the natural. You see, the natural man is, cannot receive spiritual things. Can't you see we can sit in this room and pray and pray? We can't even seem to see God. Sometimes I pray, but that's why I have come to trust my prayers for the future. I mean, I've come to trust in God for that. You know, when you pray, it's like the answers are coming. But you can't see the answers. Where are the answers, oh God? Where are the answers, Lord? We are crying. We've cried to you for a long time. Where are the answers? Sometimes the answers have been sent. But because of this sense knowledge man, this natural man, you see, we can't contact God because God, you see, when the spirit died, the flesh took over. And we became like animals. I tell you. Cut off from God. When the spirit died like that, even the brain, it is said that you use only a small percentage of the brain. The whole thing has become some corrupted something. And the sense knowledge natural man took over. So the world is governed by sense knowledge man. Who cannot even love? He said that whosoever is born of God loveth. And he that loveth not knoweth not God. And cannot love because he does not know God. It's only a born-again spirit that can love. I'm not talking about the selfish things that people do. I love you, baby, and all those kind of things. Those are selfishness. That one, even wild animals have it. And wild animals are sometimes more faithful to their uh, partners. God should help us all. (laughs) And so this sense-knowledge man has risen up and now governs us. And when things, spiritual things come to us, they look so strange, so odd. A spiritual man always looks strange. I look strange to my colleagues. I look strange to my mates. I look strange to, I look strange to a whole lot of people. Even to my own church members, sometimes I look strange. Till you lie on your deathbed, and you'll tell me, Pastor, you told me the truth. God bless you. The only thing that was important on this earth was what you were saying. But you didn't know till you were about to step out and you realize that this one has decided not to spark again. It's when this one decides not to spark and decides not to... Then the heart is going... You are about to jump out of this clay. The grass. The fermenting clay. And the grass, the container, is about to stop. Then you suddenly think of all that has been said in this room. That's why sometimes it looks so strange to you because you are a natural man and your spirit has never grown. How can your spirit grow when you spend all your time in front of television and no time before the word of God? When you wouldn't listen to a tape, you wouldn't even spend time with God. How can your spirit grow? Like newborn babes that you may grow spiritually by the word. The milk of the word. How can it grow? You know how Jesus became spiritually uh, 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 dominant? It was by the word. Remember when he was even 12 years old? The Bible. He became spiritually alert. He, he moved out of this fleshly control. That's why he was, he was speak to wind. He would speak to the rain. He would walk over this element. You see, Adam was a very powerful person. Have dominion. He could talk to snakes. That's why it was not a strange thing for him to speak to the serpent or for Eve to speak to the serpent because they were controlling all the animals. All cows move to the left. All lions come this way. Move. All lions. And when the earth fell, then lions started to attack human beings. Everything changed. 
And so God is waiting for you, his children who are spirits, to rise. Look, when you have a dream, eh? let me tell you something. When you have a dream, shortly after the dream, the dream will not seem real again. Shortly after the dream, it will not seem real anymore. <laughs> because this thing, when it wakes up and starts to eat and do its things, and this thing starts to work in the way it works, the spiritual, you see, it will just quench. That's why when you have a dream, this morning I had a dream. The Lord spoke to me clearly about something. And then I was just about to, oh, I've learned that thing is the most dangerous thing to, to turn, a, 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 it will go. How many have had your dreams? They came and then they went. How many have had your dreams vanish? You knew you had an important dream. And you, that's why God speaks to us. Have you ever wondered why God speaks to us in dream? He's waiting for you to sleep. This foolish thing to rest and to sleep. When it is down and it's not active, then he can speak to you in the night. It has to go down. Have you wondered why God speaks to you when you fast? Because he tried to suppress this sense knowledge natural man which cannot contact God. This body, this flesh cannot, you cannot. If you like, let's try. Let's go to Mount Kilimanjaro. Let's go to Mount Everest. Let's look for God. Try. We have never been able to find him. Scientists have operated. Surgeons have operated. They cannot find the spirit. Because in the natural, you will never see. You will never get to a place where the natural is meeting the spiritual. It's not there. But the spirit is there. In the day that you die, the spirit will come out. One of my pastors, he was telling me, he was an unbeliever. He didn't believe in God, in Christ. And then he died. He said his spirit came out of his body like that. He told me, I've been out of my body a few times. I came out and I started to go down. Down, 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 down. And when he got very down, it was getting darker and hotter. And then something was about to receive him. Read your Bible. It says, hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. When you go after the church, go and buy that book, They Went to Hell. Or where did they go? What do they call it now? They Went to Hell. Go and read it. Read it, you see. It said, Hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. And he said, he heard a voice say, give him another chance. Have you not seen people who die without explanation? Perhaps you are alive. God gave you another chance. One more chance. I was watching a scientific documentary and in this documentary they were showing people who had had heart surgery and had had to be put to sleep some even there was a particular lady they had to freeze her body to about 15 degrees celsius and there was a british scientist a british lady you know a lot of these british people they don't believe in god at all and this lady she didn't believe she said oh the subconscious mind is just imaginations and so on but then the documentary goes on, it says, but we cannot explain what happened because when the lady was put to sleep, her body was frozen to about 10 degrees, 15 degrees. Her mind was stopped. The metabolic activity in the brain was stopped. The heart was stopped. Blood circulation, everything stopped. And they had to operate inside her brain. She had just one chance to live. When they did that, this operation was successful and she came out. And when she came out, she told them, she said, when you put me to sleep or whatever happened, I came out of my body through my, the mouth. And then I moved up to the top of the operating room. And she said, I could see everybody. 
Then she told them what if she, she would never have, because at that time her body was frozen, her blood was stopped, her heart was stopped. Nobody could ever know that what happened was they had to cut, you know when they do heart surgery, they have to cut and get a vein from somewhere in the leg and put it inside there to graft it, to join it, like how they do grafting sometimes with a plant. She said, when you cut here, she could see all of them, they were operating on her. When you cut me, and then the person said, sir, we've got a problem. They told the senior surgeon, because a junior surgeon will do that way, or even a resident will do that way to take the vein. And then the senior man is working on, the, on something else. So he said, sir, we've got a problem. It's too small. And uh, the person said, try the other leg. So they cut here, and then they cut the other side. And she, just, she told them what they said. Exactly. This is BBC, not uh, any other. It's not a spiritual program. It's BBC. She described all that they did. Then she said after that, when they were operating, then she went beyond the roof and she went up. Said that she was going. She was going towards a bright light. And as she was going, she met her uncle. In fact, that film, I'm going to bring, I'm looking for that film. I'm going to bring and play it for you to see. She met her uncle. And she met somebody else who had died. And they were talking, said, what is that? Where are we? You know, and it was like they were going towards heaven. And then it got to a point, the uncle said, you have to go back. You haven't finished. You have to go back. And they asked her to return. When they came back and she saw her body lying on the table there, and the people, she said, no, 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 never. I don't want to go at all. And she didn't want to go until her uncle pushed her. <laughs> and she went into, through her mouth, and she came back, and she came alive. You see, that's the man that is alive in you, but he can't speak. Like my father who is in the grave, he can't come, he doesn't, it's like he's not speaking. He's not speaking. I wish sometimes, you know, when my father died, one of the things, I wish he had spoken to me before he died. You know, he died, I wasn't here. I wish he had said something to me. That's the feeling that you have. Why didn't he say something? Now, the person is dead. There's nothing to say. He doesn't speak anymore. You have to do the speaking. That's why people cry at funerals. But they wish they could sometimes say things that they didn't say. Another, another one that was amazing. This lady has been blind from death. From birth. She has never seen before. She was in an accident and she was in a coma for some days. And she also died. They brought her back to life. And so when she came back, she came and told her, she said, I went out of my body. Then she saw, she has never seen before. She saw her wedding ring. She started to describe. <laughs> a blind person, no. Started to describe the things she was seeing. God is the father of spirits. I am informing you today that you are a spirit. Only that, you see, your sense knowledge man has taken over things. So, it, it, the way it is, you know, it's like you are like some animal. But there is a spirit in you who is crying to be fed. Feed me with the word. Let me grow. Let me have some word. Let me have some faith. Let me have some fellowship. This blind lady, BBC documentary, she, she described her ring. She described things she has never said. I have never seen before. Amazing. He said, and the, the, the scientist said, we cannot explain. <laughs> and then another man, a millionaire. He, there, he was a millionaire guy who was like money, money, money. He was even on the front page of a magazine. Money, his, everything was money. Till so he had this thing and he was taken to intensive care. He also died. They brought him back. And these are under controlled experiment. Not experiment, but the person was clinically dead. How do you diagnose death? I'm a medical doctor. We diagnose death by the heart, the breathing, and the pupils. Control. The person was dead and kept in that condition for a period. 
And these are the testimonies they gave. This man, I tell you. And the, the testimony they were saying after is that after these people come out of these experiences, they are forever changed. They said they changed. You will be changed. You now you'll be changed. You now you'll be changed. I said you will be changed. They said they become less competitive. They become far less materialistic. You should have seen this millionaire in Seattle, Washington. Totally different man. You want to die or nearly die before you wake up. I am always aware of my spirit in me. Now, I realize I'm a spiritual man and, and I cannot allow this natural man to keep me. Sometimes I can pray for a long time. Or, now, really, God, where are you? God, where are you? I want to see God. I can't see him. That's why it's a gift to have a vision. It's a special thing where God breaks through all the natural things and allows you to see. It's a special thing. Hey, I'm looking for God. It's like my spirit is a prisoner of... When man died, he became a prisoner, a prisoner of his senses. That's why the psalmist says, take my soul out of prison. Your soul is in prison. Prisoner of this corrupt. The Bible says it is sown a corrupt, natural, corrupt, weak. It is sown in weakness. It's sown in corruption. How many realize that your flesh is really beastly? Huh? Don't be deceived by our nice smiles and our ties and our makeups and our dresses and our whatever. When our beastliness comes, it's not a small thing. How many realize that it's not a small thing? But a, a, a spiritual man is somebody whose spirit, you know, which has the nature of God, the life and the nature of God, begins to gain ascendancy and control the flesh. That's why Paul says we were by nature the children of wrath. We're given to the lusts and desires of our flesh and we follow the lusts and desires of our mind and our flesh. Anything we feel like doing, we do. When I see it, I like, I do, I this, I that. We used to do it. So Christ saved us. And rebirth our spirit there are many people who you think are unbelievers but they are not unbelievers they are born again but their spirits are so small many catholics methodists orthodox christians whatever many of them are born again they believe in jesus but their spirits are not developed but and many of them will go to heaven but their spirits are because a baby my little baby in the house she doesn't have any control over me whatever she says has no bearing on what i'm doing I mean, she's now saying daddy, 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 and that's just minimum. I mean, but when she was a baby, I mean, totally a baby, I mean, it, she has no control. When you are a baby spirit and your spirit has not grown, I see you growing, brother. I see somebody growing here. When you grow, you become spiritually. You see, you, you receive wisdom. You suddenly have certain thoughts float up to your mind. They float. They float. They float. If your, if your mobile phone is off and you put it on and sometimes there are messages, you see how the messages start to come. One, two, three. That, that's how it is. Some messages have been sent from God already to you, but the, 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 the thing is off. It's like, it's like it's off, but at a point then they start to come. One, two, three, four. Let it come, Lord. I want to hear from you. I want to feel you. I want to see and hear your word coming to me. I, I know God has spoken to me. Sometimes when I pray, I know God has spoken, but I can't hear 
I'm waiting for that. So when it's switched on, that, it starts to come too. The other day I was telling my wife, I can begin to get the answers. I was praying in South Africa. I didn't, I didn't hear anything from God. But after, one come, come two. The messages began to come three. Yesterday the messages were coming in the morning and in the afternoon. My phone was on and the messages began to come. One, two, three, four. Before I realized I've got five messages. But at first it looked I wasn't getting any message. Because I spoke to God. But God was trying to reach me. My natural man could not. Because sometimes he puts you to sleep. So you are quiet. Quiet, 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 quiet. And he gives you a word. Some of the thoughts that come floating up. God is trying to bring you prosperity. He's trying to bring you blessing. Without any logic, it just came. Yesterday I was working early in the morning. I was with Pastor Cohen. I was working. As I was, things were just coming. They were just floating up. God was giving me wisdom. Oh, what to do? Man. Answers. I became so happy. The book that I was writing, I forgot about it. And I was just marching up and down. I was becoming, where do these things come from? The Bible says, it passes understanding. Some of you, God speaks to you. He, he ministers to your heart. There's no reason, but you know. You understand what I'm saying? But the, the sense knowledge man needs reasons. You feel it in your spirit. You know. God is speaking to you. May you be a true spirit. And may your spirit, the spirit is better than flesh. That flesh is not a good thing. The Bible says when you are buried, you are buried in weakness. Cynthia, do you know when you are the day you are buried, we will be buried in weakness. We'll be burying corruption. We'll be, we'll be burying, uh, 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 what does it say, weakness in corruption, in uh, uh, mortality. I mean, that's what we'll be burying. Weakness. How many have tried to serve God and you realize that you were weak? Huh? The things I want to do. Oh, Lord, why am I here again? Help me, Jesus. Paul said, the things I want to do after my inward man. The, the Bible calls him the hidden man. He's hidden. My father is now hidden because he's dead. He's hidden. Anytime you die, you have to be hidden. But we can't look at you. That's what we call it, the hidden man. And as you feed on the word, like Jesus in the temple, he grows and he begins to gain ascendancy and begins to control and instead of being selfish, selfishness is replaced by love. The reason why some of you sleep here on Sundays whilst I'm preaching is because this animal is, is leading, is taking over fully. <laughs> yeah. The animal has taken over. <laughs> the beast. It's just moving. Moving. But may you rise in the spirit realm and be dominated. May you stand and speak to the sea and to the wind and to the storm. May you command. One day, I was on a road in the middle of night, about 2 a.m., 1 a.m., and I was walking on a road. And as I was coming, a huge dog escaped from its house. This is the second time I've been chased by a dog. The first time I was not born again. And that time, I ran with all my heart. I ran and ran and ran and ran. Just as I was about to get to the house, to safety from the dog, I tripped and I fell on the tar. 
the road and I skidded like a plane that has landed on the, what do you call it? It was not easy for me. So this time, when the dog was coming and I looked to the left, I looked to the right and the end of the road was far like the mobile and this road was also far and it was about 2 a.m. There was no, like Jericho, none went in, none came out. The spirit man had to rise. And the dog was about this high. And the dog started to bark, coming from about where the corn mill is over there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he started to attack, building up speed like a doba. And doba man, when they are coming for, they come for your neck. Like, and their teeth, they don't, the teeth don't meet like this. They are side by side. So, you see, like your teeth, the up one meets the down one. It's supposed to meet anyway. It's up with the down one. But this one, it, is, it mixes like that and crosses. And they go, they bite your neck. So they pick your, your, your trickier. And I saw it coming. When you are left with no options, you may remember certain things. Are you listening to me? So as the dog came, bah, bah, I stood there and I had no choice. And I pointed to the dog. I said, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you see, the spirit man came. <laughs> took over. I remember when Adam was in the garden and he was telling the cows, will you move to the left? And he was telling the dog, will you move to the right? And he was telling the fishes, will you move to the eastern side? We are coming to do some work on the western side. Even now you can see from the animals that they have a certain fear of us because they know we used to be their masters. So there's a certain respect. Even snakes and all that, there's some kind of reverence they have for human beings. Even though they can eat us, they are cool. I said, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. The dog stood here. I said, it was here. It was like where my wife is here. Big dog like that. I was alone on the road. In the name of Jesus. And the dog stood there and looked at me. And looked at me. And looked at me. And it just turned around like that. And it went back. <laughs> <laughs> You may not believe it, but one day when you are in such a situation, your spirit man may have to rise and say in the name of Jesus, I command this storm to come to order. When the storm wanted to kill Jesus, the disciples get up and say, carest thou not that we perish. Carest thou not that we perish. Our containers are going to die. Carest thou not. Jesus got up and said, it's not time for my flesh to die. And he rebuked it. The mighty Adam, he controlled the wind, the sea, the trees. Right. He said, let him have dominion over everything. That's why when Jesus came, he gave a, a, just a glimpse of the control that man was supposed to have over the elements and over the things in this earth. May your spirit rise and grow again. May you become the person. Listen, read your Bible every day. Before you go, it's the most important. Listen, I've studied many books, I've read many books, but the most important book is the Word of God. I'm telling you, you know, honestly, I want to be honest, not because I'm a preacher, but of all the books I've studied and of all the things I've learned, I must be honest with you that the most influential, most powerful, most accurate, which has not been revised and changed, is this word. He said the man spoke to the serpent. The Eve spoke to the... It has not yet been revised. <laughs> he said a virgin brought forth. It has not yet been revised. 2,000 years have gone by. We have not made a modification of that thing. A virgin brought forth. A virgin shall conceive. Feed on the word. 
grow in the spirit. Become a mighty man. I know when I get on my knees and I pray, God listens to me. I know the messages have been sent, but the whole thing is some way, so it can't get to me. But he hears me when I speak, he hears me. But a time comes, then the message begins to come. Pa, 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 pa. It's coming. I see your messages coming to me. Stand to your feet. How many are glad for the Father of Spirits? Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for your blessing, for your healing on this Father's Day. In Jesus' name. Speak to the Lord and just say, Lord, I want my spirit to now develop. I want the human spirit to develop within me. I don't want to be controlled by this terrible natural man, weak, corrupt. Corrupt, weak, weak, corrupt man. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. It is sown a natural body, sown in dishonor, sown in weakness. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Help us to grow spiritually, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I, I want to go to heaven. I want to be born again. Please pray with me. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand very quickly. I want to pray with you as we close this service. Your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. If you've lifted your hand, come to me. I'm standing here and I'm waiting for you. Come from where you're standing, my sister, my brother. Just come. Come from wherever you are. Come right here. Come. Bring your Bible. Bring your bag. Just come to me from the back. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus.
each tear that falls and he hears me when I call he knows he knows my name Let me tell you, one day this life will be over. Many of the things you were troubled about will no more be. I prophesy to you. Jesus told Martha. Martha said, Lord, I'm struggling. My, my sister is lazy. She's sitting at your feet. The Bible says that Mary sat at his feet receiving his word. And Jesus said, Martha, you are troubled and careful about so many things but one thing is needful and Mary has chosen that one thing she chose to sit by my word and receive my word today are you troubled are you careful about so many thousand different things God is telling you there's one thing that will not be taken away from you I know many things that will be taken away from us when my father died, his houses were taken away from him and were legally given to his children. His money was taken away from him. His car was taken away from him. His clothes were taken away. His houses were taken His wife was taken away. His children, everything was taken away. And he was put aside. But there's one thing that will not be taken away from you. Have you chosen that one thing? The word of God. Lift your hand, those of you in front, and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me. For all my sins I receive Jesus as my savior as my master from today I will serve you Lord I will live for you Jesus thank you Lord in Jesus name amen God bless you hallelujah let's go with our pastor don't go back to your seat go with our pastor this way God bless you give the Lord a mighty clap offering you may be seated God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.